This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. Welcome to AutoCorrect, helping you correct your auto problems. I'm Liz Gill, and I'm here with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASE certified. And today we're taking any of your car repair questions, your phone calls, but we're also going to talk about sounds. Um, your car makes all kinds of sounds. It's hilarious to try to hear people uh mock or you know try to repeat the sound that their car makes but if you learn what the sounds mean you're one step closer to getting them fixed so we're going to listen to some sounds to find out what could be wrong but uh, also we want to take your car repair questions uh and, and we won't even make you sound silly <laughs> if you've got a question, if you've got a sound, you need to repeat for Allison to help you uh, get it going. How are you doing today, Allison? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. Doing good. Yeah. So you got some good advice on, on our previous show, Creature Comforts, uh, the Critter Catcher Guy. And Allison, you were talking about folks getting their cars ed up. Yes, I've had a few customers with that problem, uh, to say the least. And so with like squirrels or chipmunks or rats uh, in their car, eating their wiring up, getting in there. And I read that putting traps and stuff like that under your cars can help deter them from coming around there, putting out poison. But that's not always possible. But so I was asking the guy from the show before um, what to do about that. And he said they're probably looking for nutrients. Mm -hmm. And if you can find a way to get them their nutrients away from the car. So maybe feeding them something, some kind of squirrel food or something like that away from your garage where they are getting what they need. So that was a good, that was a good tip. So All right. definitely worth trying. Don't stick the bird feeder by the garage door. <laughs> no, nowhere near it. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about sounds. Allison uh, challenged me. Uh, she came up with a list of a bunch of sounds that um, in are indicative of problems and we, uh, I searched the internet to try to find some that were that could replicate it, but without too much talking or whatever. So we came up with a few of them. Um, let's go with uh, number one, Michelle. What's our number one sound? And that was listed as a as a bad belt. Tell us what happens if you got a bad belt, Allison. I'd say that was, honestly, that was a bad tensioner. Oh. <laughs> um, I've got one of those on my car right oh, now. <laughs> yeah. Mine has a whole upgrade and everything for it, so I haven't done all that. But anyway, um, that was actually like your tensioner will make kind of like that, you know, yeah. kind of sound. A squeal's going to be like, it's really, really, very squilly. And y'all know what I mean. Just about everyone at some point has had a squeal on yeah. their car because your belt does stretch and get old so um 
That's when you, when you have a really loud squeal from your car, it sounds like a Halloween nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Witch squealing, screaming. That's usually your belt has just stretched a little bit. Michelle, I don't even know if we're going to need to play these sounds. We'll just get out. We'll just we'll keep going through them. Oh, no. Don't. <laughs> I don't They're know perfect for Halloween. There you right. go. Like perfect. <laughs> we, yeah, we could, <laughs> we could just got Halloween noises and be like, that's the one. All right. Yeah. Well, we're not just talking about sounds. We're taking your calls on whatever your uh, car automotive problems are. Uh, Allison uh, will uh, help you figure out uh, what to do about them. So let's first go to uh, Jackson. Ben is calling in. Go ahead, Ben. We're glad you're calling in to AutoCorrect. Good morning. Good morning. I have a question about my, I have a 2011 Lincoln Town Car. That's the last year they made them. I am a big person and I love this car. It now has 90,000 miles on it. And I would like to have it have a couple hundred thousand more. Any suggestions on what I should do in general to keep it running at peak performance for the next (laughs) five or ten years? Absolutely. Yeah. Nice car. I bet you do like that. Um, I love this question. It's one of my favorite things to talk about in one area I specialize in is how to keep your car going for as long as possible. So good question. The first thing that I tell people, and this is in general, is just let your car warm up for just a minute and a half before you take off and drive in it, before you push the gas pedal. Crank your car up, then put your seatbelt on, then Put your phone in your charger, then adjust your mirrors, check your makeup. I know you're not doing that, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) And do all your adjustments and get everything situated. Check your mirrors. And that's about, check your mirrors, and that's about a minute and a half. That's how long it takes from your oil to get to the top of your engine from the oil pan. That's how long it takes for like your head gasket to warm up and seal up. And then plus all the other gaskets and seals in your car, O-rings, there's so many of them. That just, you just give it that minute and a half to warm up. And then put it in reverse, drive, drive it slowly till it gets to operating temperature. Drive it really gently. And then after that, you can pretty much race it. Um, everything's sealed up tight and good. And that I learned that a long time ago from racing cars. That's a race car tip so that you get your compression to keep your compression tight on your car. So that's a good tip. Other than that, I recommend all your fluids need changed at some interval. You just need to know when that is. And you've, you're at 90,000. I hope you've already done a transmission service that has a differential rear differential on that car um, is rear wheel drive so i'm hoping you've had those fluids changed uh that's important having your brake fluid changed every two to three years because uh, that's based on years not mileage and uh other than that uh, i do like the fuel injector cleaner the fuel system cleaner from seafoam and I also is that something you put in with your gasoline? That is, that is, and you just follow the instructions on that. Um, you know, you can pretty much use that as much as you want. You called it sea foam. That's the sea foam, uh huh. And you, you know, you get it at auto parts store. The other thing that I see people they they never tend to do, but it's so important for a car, is to do an intake clean where all your air comes into your car. There's a wonderful product from CRC that's called Throttle Intake in clean clean and that goes through your intake valves and your whole intake system which all gets dirty and gunky just like a ceiling fan does when it's blowing around in the air it it makes your car run better it gives you better gas mileage it just cleans everything up that's a good one so those are some basic ones that kind of get looked over 
uh, that kind of help you. And I'll, and I'll mention one more while, while I'm thinking about it is the PCV valve, which gets ignored. It's a $10 valve. It keeps the crankcase pressures from getting too big and 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 when they get too hard too intense in there and build up too much and they don't have a way out of the crankcase that makes oil leaks happen so your car is much more likely to get oil leaks if you never change that pcv valve so that's there one thing particular type of oil that you recommend i do recommend uh, full synthetic for everyone and you can you can go straight to full synthetic um on any car on any car just use your weight that you've been using for your previous car they have it for every weight they have for conventional oil they have it for synthetic oil and it does prolong the life of your car it does have a longer life synthetic oil lasts a lot longer than conventional oil but it makes your car run smoother better gas mileage and it lubricates better that's great thank you for the information it's hopefully very helpful i hope so that's that's I, I could probably go on forever, but that's quick. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ben. We appreciate you calling in this morning. And if uh, you have a question that you would like uh, Allison to uh, take a gander at, our number is one eight seven seven. Make sure you call 877. We don't want the 662 people or the 299s or the 601s getting us in trouble. It's 877 877- <laughs> 672-7464. You can also send us an email. Our address is auto at mpbonline.org. Let's go ahead and go to Biloxi. Uh, Gary, thanks for calling in today. Go ahead. Well, yeah, I got a 2007 uh, Town & Country with a 3.3 liter engine, and I had the fuel pump replaced. Um. And I just got a gas cap uh, warning, you know, saying that the gas cap was loose or whatever. And I, uh, you know, check the gas cap and I keep on getting the warning. Should I be thinking that it's a gas cap or should I be thinking it's a fuel pump? Uh, No, that's that's kind of a separate system from your from your fuel pump that's an emissions thing it's basically just regulating making sure you're not um, letting gas vapors out of the car mm-hmm. and so yeah uh, sometimes your fuel cap will act up and it'll set that code off and um, so you, unfortunately you have to replace the, the fuel cap to see if, make sure that's what it is and it should go off after that technically okay. how um, much is a fuel cap it's not much at all like $15 and uh, I'm getting um, between 10 and uh, 12 uh, and a half miles per gallon. Um, what, what, what are some of the, the common things I should be looking at the, uh, up my uh, fuel efficiency besides uh, inflating the tires properly? A full tune-up, and that includes the intake clean that I was talking about, but spark plugs, uh, uh, fuel injector cleaner. Um, I even like to clean my MAF sensor. There's a cleaner just for that, and that, that helps fix your air-fuel ratio, which will give you better gas mileage when that's cleaned off, and you read the instructions for that. Um, so those are some things just right off the top of my head that will help your gas mileage. It sounds like you need to tune up, though, pretty bad. Okay. Thanks a lot. You're very welcome. All right, it's time for us to take our first break. Uh, Give us a call. Our number is 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-MPB-RING. 
672-7464. Our email address is auto at mpbonline.org. When we come back from the break, we're going to continue our discussion about sounds that your car makes, but we'll take any kind of questions. And is your car under recall? We'll have a list of ones that were added this week when we come back. Thanks for listening to Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to AutoCorrect with ASE certified mechanic Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic, as she's known on social media. I'm Liz Gill. Now, if you can't listen to all of our show all the way through, please find our podcast. I like to listen to podcasts while I'm cleaning. It's kind of like Snow White singing a little, but no little animals come and help me. But uh, I hate cleaning. So if I have something to listen to uh, that makes the drudgery go a little faster. I just totally imagined you doing that with little birds. Liz just happily cleaning the, along. Those chipmunks that eat somebody's cable wire. <laughs> when they're not doing that, they're helping me clean up. Aww. All right. Um, we I mentioned before we've got a list of about seven different uh Recalls that have been issued in the last week. Now, if you want to find out specifically about your car, you can go to nhtsa.gov, the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration.gov slash recalls. But uh, 1819 Cadillacs, Chevrolet, and GMC cars and SUVs, 2006 Suzuki Grand Vitara, I've not heard of that one. Uh, 19s. Oh, my gosh, already. 19s, uh, Toyota CHRs, uh, BMW, and mini cars and SUVs. That's, that's awfully uh, vague. Let's see what that says. 3,500 BMW and mini cars and SUVs. Oh, plug-in hybrid, hybrid sedans. Oh, no, there's all, there's all kinds of them. So if you've got a BMW and a mini car, uh, check that out. And also the 1718 Audi RB. And recalls could be from tiny to big. Literally. And, yeah. So it's all over the place. Just, just uh, if, if, if you've got any of those cars, uh, check out uh, the NHTSA.gov recall just to find out what's going on. All right. We have got lots of callers. We're so excited. Hang on, South Haven, Columbus, and Batesville. First, we're going to go to Gulfport. Jason, thanks for calling in to AutoCorrect. Go ahead. Good morning. Morning. Good morning. I've got a 2010 Jeep Wrangler, uh, two-door. It's got 116,000 miles on it, and I'm up to date with everything. Uh, my question is, when I go over, you know, it, it's slow, and when I go over little bumps, 
I hear kind of like a clinking sound, and I have no idea what it is. I'm familiar with that. Yeah, that that's a suspension. Some part of your suspension is worn. Like, you know, you know what your stabilizer bar is? I don't. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, you want to have someone look at that for you then. Um, I'd recommend a shop that does brakes and suspension. So that is a okay. little bit of a specialty area. The other day I thought of another specialty area, which is detailing cars, which is a whole other area. But, yeah, so I would go to a brake and suspension shop since you're not familiar with the components, and they'll check that out and see it's either a ball joint or stabilizer bar, control arm, bushing. It's going to be something that is attached to your wheel, your suspension. And so as that wheel's bouncing up and down, it's bouncing that. And instead of it having the bushing there, it, that bushing is worn or the grease has gone out and it's popping and it's, it's hitting metal on metal. It's going clank, 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 clank. So that's yep. totally what that is. Great. Thank you. You're very welcome. All right, Jason, we appreciate you calling in. Hey, Michelle, let's play number six. Number six was uh, uh, supposed to be uh, struts. Is that another thing that can make noise when you go over? Oh, yeah. Over. Let's, let's play number six. Yeah, yeah, I recognize that. I hope people can hear that good. It's kind of hard to tell. It kind of sounds like they're just driving up gravel. But that's, it should, shouldn't should be any oscillation in sound there. It should be smooth, and you can just hear it's boom, 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 boom. It's, it'll even be louder than that in yeah. person. Mm-hmm. But it's just over, it tends to be just over bumps. So yeah. if you if you're on a smooth road, you might not even realize you have a problem until you driving i'm not gonna say it (laughs) (laughs) jackson mississippi well there you know some of you play i've traveled a lot and everywhere is having problem with potholes right now it's just a big big problem everywhere so if you hit one then you all of a sudden know that you know something you may not have recognized before but it would definitely show up on a bump it's good to drive from somewhere like jackson occasionally just to check it out (laughs) we should rent ourselves out to those test (laughs) test tracks all right let's go next to south haven perry thanks for calling in to autocorrect go ahead yeah this is perry Uh, i have a 96 uh, sable uh, six-cylinder uh, it's had uh, some electrical problems before, but most recently, uh, at driving at night, the electrical system began failing. The, the lights went out, and the and uh, the engine uh, was quit running. Uh, and by jumping it, uh, we got the engine started again and got it home. But the uh, I guess the, the, my concern is uh, what component is really. Uh, uh, responsible for this, I, I've had a experience with an earlier model of Sable, uh, in which case uh, the, the battery would not stay charged, and the uh, the shop where it was taken simply replaced the uh, the alternator, and uh, a few weeks later it was back doing the same thing. They replaced the alternator again, so I. I, I don't trust uh, that as a solution. I understand. Well, eventually that was solved by replacing. I believe it's called a rectifier. The the component that uh, changes the alternating current to direct current, which uh, is then fed into the battery to charge it. Yep, so, that's right. So, so you're uh, having a similar problem on this car. 
Uh, well, the problem is that it, it you know, it, it was a total failure in, in flight, you might say, when when everything uh, went, everything went dead electrically. So as 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 I would analyze it, the for whatever reason the 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 well back in the, away from the battery, the battery could have suffered an internal short, which would have uh, drained its. Uh, supply of, of electricity. I'll tell you uh, what I think it is. Um, when you're driving at night, you have your lights on, your headlights on, and probably some other components that you don't have on during normal driving during the day, and it's putting a load on it, and something in your charging system is is not... It, all of a sudden, it's it's acting up. It's making it act up. I don't know if that one has an external regulator on the alternator or not, but it sounds like maybe it's your regulator acting up. But you need to have those systems checked out, and I recommend a starter alternator auto shop. And those uh, okay. electrical automotive shop is also a starter alternator shop, and I recommend taking it specifically to them so they can track it down and follow the problem and and go ahead and fix is exactly what it is you tell them exactly what you told me and would, would you would you have time for a, a happy ending a uh, sound story uh, please uh, perry <laughs> uh, I, I i was driving several hundred miles uh, on open road with a six-cylinder uh, flathead engine uh in a Studebaker. they uh it started backfiring uh, at at a certain uh, fairly high rate of speed, and I I wanted desperately to continue the fly, the the trip because I, to uh, to look at the you know at the engine itself later when I got home. Well, I I analyzed the sound of, you know at what speed the the backfiring occurred. And I was able to adjust the speed so it had a minimum backfiring at all. And I felt I was safe, and I proceeded to, uh, for the entire trip. And when I, when I got home, I pulled ahead and discovered a burnt intake valve, which explained why it was backfiring. Goodness, yeah. But it, it, it got me home. I'm glad you got home safe, safe to, to live to tell a tale. Thanks for giving us, a, a Allison, a, a problem she could help you with and for giving us a, a sound story. Thanks, Perry. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're All welcome. right. Let's go now to uh, Columbus. Jerry, thanks for calling in today to autocorrect. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, I have a 1999 Chevy Blazer. And uh, whenever I go to start it, like after it sets a few days, it will, I have to jump it off, and it usually takes 15, 20, 30 minutes before it starts up. And then when it starts, it just misses probably for uh, after I drive it about five miles, and then it smooths out. And then I can start it every time after that, and it runs. But if I leave it sitting a few days, I always have to jump it off, and I just have no idea what the problem is. Well, Jerry, have you heard of a parasitic drain before? No. Okay. That's where some system in your car is shorting, and it's draining the battery 
in, in while it's sitting there off. And uh, what I recommend is Googling that. And there's a video by one of my favorite YouTube automotive people. It's Eric the Car Guy. And he's awesome, and he has a really good video about testing for a parasitic drain. And you just use a multi-tester, and you just hook up, and so you can read your amps, and you keep that. You sit there and pull fuses until it, until it drops, and then you know that's the system that you're having problem, and you have to go through and find what that is. If you're not comfortable with all that, I recommend an electrical automotive shop. Okay, so I can just. When he's doing that, just pull the fuse. So no, no, no. You have to put the multi-tester on there. You have to run it with the amp on the amp setting and put it in between your cables to to your terminal okay. on your positive side, I believe. And um, and then you sit there and you pull your fuses. And when the amps drop, you know that's the one that was pulling all the amp ampage. Oh, okay. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So something is draining it. That That's my guess, or either your battery's dying. And as far as it missing for a, a little while, if it, uh, I don't know, maybe a good tune up would help fix that. Yeah. Which I, I didn't, I give it a tune up and everything. Okay. And you're still having that problem? Yes. Oh, I, I don't know without looking at it specifically. I've heard of cars that just get to where they, they need to do that to warm up a little bit before they're completely right. I mean, running yeah, right. I, I but mean, that's I could still... understand that, but yeah. if, 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 if I leave it sitting for three or four days, I have to do jump it off. All, you know, I've put a, it, it just takes that extra current to jump it off, or just a regular battery right. won't jump it off. Yep. But then whenever it starts up, and, you know, it is skill. Yeah. And well, then, I've, I've got a van doing out. that, and it's, or, you know, it's, it's parasitic drain. You know, well, I'll, I'll give you a tip. Disconnect the negative battery cable till you can get it looked at. And while it's sitting there, it's not draining then. Yes. You know? So every time you stop, you know it's going to be sitting there for two or three days. Go ahead and disconnect the negative battery cable. One guy told me it was a crankshaft sensor, and I said, no, if it's a crankshaft sensor, it wouldn't even start at all. That's right. So You're right. Okay. All right. I appreciate your time. You're very welcome. Thanks for calling in, Jerry. Uh, uh, We've got a great cartoon for you we're going to play in just a moment. Um, We're going to take our next break. We've got uh, a website app. Our websites and apps. <laughs> We've got a new one for your car that would help if we had our, I think it was Diane on our very first car show. Uh, she called about this. Our number is one eight seven seven mpb ring We are so glad that you're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Give him my keys and I told him to call me if something else went wrong. Next morning, Jake was on the telephone. He said, old Betsy goes... And she's supposed to go. Well, I told him he was wasting my vacation with pay, and Jake said it'd only be a couple more days because her starter froze up and her battery's dead and her headlights are leaking oil, he said. Old Betsy goes. Did she ever go? Then Jake called again and... Get your MPB car tag anytime. It doesn't even have to be up for renewal. Simply go to your county office to sign up. When you get an MPB car tag, a portion of the fee helps MPB continue to educate, inform, and entertain Mississippians. For details, visit mpbonline.org slash car tag. We'll see you on the road. 
This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Thanks for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic, is our expert. I'm Liz Gill. Uh, I hope you've downloaded our app, the MPB Media app, at the Google Play Store for Android and iTunes for Apple products. And speaking about apps, Speedometer Speedbox. Uh, is an app, and simply put, Speedometer Speedbox turns your iPhone or iPad into, well, a speedometer, odometer, and compass. It can show speeds in kilometers, miles per hour, and knots. Knots, I guess, if you were, if you needed a boat, I don't know. You can choose from three different speedometer designs, and it works. Uh, anyway, if your speedometer is broken and you need to have a speedometer, you can pull one up on your phone. We are going to go back to the phones. We're so glad that uh, MacArthur has held on from Batesville. Thanks for calling into AutoCorrect. Go ahead. Good morning, ma'am. How are y'all doing? Good, thanks. How are you? We good. I got a 2007 GMP Fiero pickup in it. Now, check in your light come on. I just wonder what would that be. Woo! It could be a lot of things. What I recommend is go into your your nearest auto parts store and letting them read that code and then all of them have a system or i know o'reilly's does it has software that they have on all their computers where they can go in and look at that code and see what mechanics replaced what was the repair the most common repairs for those codes i used to use that or you know occasionally still do just to go and see what was the common problem with the specific code and it's a wonderful database that they have so you need to go get it read and then you can go from there on that. So no way of knowing without checking it with a code reader. Yes, ma'am. Uh, I, I know you have to go. Would they read that, that that's read at the front there? Would go to a shop? You said auto. No, you can get to an auto parts store like O'Reilly's. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. All right. Thank you, ma'am. You're very welcome. Well, that's interesting to know. I yeah. like I like knowing that. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. Any anyone who gets a check engine light can do that. Pretty neat. All right. Well, let's go on next uh, to Sharkey County. Trey, thanks for calling in to AutoCorrect. Go ahead. Uh, hello, Alec. My name is uh, Trey. I've got a uh, 2016 Dodge Charger that's uh, 392 cubic inch. It's 6.4 liter. Um, V8, it has about 485 horsepower. It does 0 to 60 in, say, 4 seconds. I was wondering if you could tell me some things I could do to upgrade my scat pack to uh, get some more horsepower out of it, get it up to about 500 or so, maybe 550. I don't want to do a supercharger, nothing along those lines. I mean, just like a cold air intake system, maybe uh, some exhaust. It, it, it has stock headers on it. What you so doing calling really wanna... in? You know the answer. No, I'm, I'm messing with you. But look, I will tell you if you promise to race this car that you're going to put so much horsepower in. Do you promise to oh, race all right. it? all right. All right. Yeah. You've got to take it to the drag home, strip. Back, back home where I live, they have a drag strip that's called Steel, honey, and I brought it up there, and it does like 13. It did 13.1 the first time I drove it up there. So. Nice. So you're trying to get it down to like the 10? That's the that's the number. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. No, I don't I don't need nothing. I don't need nothing that, that powerful. But um, <laughs> I was just wondering if some things. I could do is, is you know, and, and um, and if there's I'll any tell way you something that's more, 
get any more fuel efficiency out of it. Oh, man. it's These days, you can hook a tune up to it. Do you know what I'm talking about? The computer tunes? Uh-huh. Yeah, and then you can like adjust it. Like a bully it. dog, a bully dog or something like that. Yeah, so you can... You can uh, basically tell your computer you want to run the where it's where you get um for speed and then for just drivability where you want to get the best gas mileage and you can adjust it within that like when you're racing you can set it all up like let's open up the injectors let's let's uh-huh. pump fuel in this baby let's change up that air fuel ratio and get as much power as you can it adds mm-hmm. those tunes are really awesome and it's cheap power it's cheap power and uh it's just all a right. quick way to adjust your just all that uh which i love the newer like, cars for that is that like the stage one chips from jet and them have yep, the chips stage one chips and things yeah right, how about um cold air intake like a canine filter for I'll, I'll i'll tell you this this is something i learned when i went to heinz um uh, they've basically got it set up where a lot of the newer cars it's it's already adjusted for cold air so your intake uh, you may or may not want to fool with that as one of your right away things to do. Now, back in the day, that used to be one of the first things you did because a lot of them had hot air coming into uh-huh. their car, but they've got them adjusted now because of emissions and stuff like that to make them more efficient. Most of them are already pretty much like a cold air setup. So yeah. you might want to go ahead and go with the exhaust and headers and that sort of thing. Um, yeah. You know, it, got, a tune um, and exhaust. All right, it's got stock headers on it, and uh, the exhaust is actually the only way to uh, upgrade exhaust would be go to three inch, I think, which it's already got nice. I mean, the guys at Dodge really got it right. They 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 did a good job on that car. Yeah, they're it's all about a, some power. Feature, it's got a feature on it that's got um that's got a um, launch mode, and you could go to it and uh, just set the RPMs to where you want between seventeen fifty and twenty seven fifty. And then you just hold the steering wheel. It comes on, and the dash in front of you says, hold the steering wheel straight. I'm familiar with launch. I'm very familiar with launch. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's it's got a whole lot of power after that. All right. Well, I appreciate it, Allie. Honey, you you guys have a nice day there, and I appreciate it. You do the same. Just just go race your car. That's all I... Listen to y'all in Mississippi driving down the road in a truck. Thanks. Thanks. Well, just go race. We appreciate (laughs) that, Trey. That's great. Oh. I wish we had a camera and you could have seen just the big old grin Allison had on her face. She, you know, she likes to help you with uh, with your like alternators, but uh, getting power, that was something fun. Yeah. All right, Too Allison, fast. here is an email, and I don't even know what language this is in, so I'm just going to read it. And you can tell uh, Jim from Pilahatchee his question. Is there a dyno? I can check my HP in the Jackson area. Gosh darn it. We had this question the other day with all my friends like, hey, who's got a dyno? Who's got a dyno? And I don't know what answer we ended up coming with. I don't know who's got a dyno right now. There's There'll be a speed shop that'll open and be there for a few years, and they'll have a dyno, and that's the place to go. And then next thing they know, they close down because it's not really a big market for power here in Mississippi like there is in other places. Uh, Mississippi's just a small market in general. So who's that's a good question. If Please look up and find out and call us back with us know, or right. email me. I'm not sure. Jim? in Pilahatchee. I'm sorry. We don't know where a dyno is. I need a dyno in my car. All right. But we hope that we can answer uh, Tim from Perkiston's question. Tim, we're so glad you called into AutoCorrect. Go ahead. 
Yeah, thank you for taking my call. And I want you to know I do have an MPV tag on my on my 2010 one-ton Ford van. Sweet. Woohoo! Thanks, Tim. Nice. And that's what I'm calling about is that van is that I had Michelin Highway tires on it. I pull a 16-foot trailer uh, all the time with it. And uh, I put the, the tires wore out, and I put on some all-terrain tires. And it just was all over the road. And they tell me 5,000 miles or so, and these tires will straighten out. But then I had somebody say something about uh, ball joints. But it just started as soon as I put the new tires on. So I didn't wonder if you had any information on that. I'd wonder if they're directional, if they've been put on wrong. Uh, so you can look on your tire and see if it's directional. It'll have arrows pointing which direction it can go. Maybe they've gotten them flipped around in that, so All they're right. not pulling correctly. That's just a, a guess. But if your car wasn't doing that beforehand with the Michelin tires... No, I don't know if it would be a suspension without, you know, may, maybe it's suspension, but I kind of doubt it. It sounds like it's a directional tire issue and that they put them on wrong. So I'd, I'd check and see about that because I, right. I haven't heard of All that right. problem Very before. Very good. My, uh, I, I just want to say it excites me having a woman stepping into a man's world and doing doing what you do. My mom and dad had a service station. My mom was a was a pretty good mechanic back in the day. Thanks awesome. for having the radio show. Awesome. That's really cool to hear. Thank you. Thanks, Tim. And we're so glad that you have one of our MPB car tags. I have one on our minivan. All right. Let's take one more call. Uh, Silver Hill, Alabama. Brian, thanks for calling into AutoCorrect. Go ahead. Thank you. I feel like such a letdown after all these uh, <laughs> dyno and launch calls. <laughs> it's okay. I have a I have a 2005 Camry. At, at least it has a spoiler on it. Um, Sweet. And it's an uh, awesome car. It's been running. I bought it, used in it, and has still been running great. But about two years ago, um, I lost the ability to shoot out uh, windshield washer fluid. And I want to know what, I mean, it's not a leak. My fluid levels are still the same. But when I, you know, trigger the the windshield washer with the uh, uh, turn signal bar, uh, it doesn't doesn't spray. I want to know what kind of things I can test and check before I take it in just so that you know, I've gone through the basics. Right on. So I would find where it is on your car. If it's uh, so under the hood, like you, you know, where your where your actual reservoir is, and the the little bitty pumps gonna be on there. They're cute little things. And turn it on and see if you hear it coming on at all. Okay. And um, if it's not coming on, check. You want to check your if it's getting power and if it's got ground. One thing I like to do to those little motors are when I take a motor off a car, whether it's for a window or anything, I like to hook them up to the battery and turn them on right then and there and see if they're going to work. Okay. You know, run jumper wires to it and and see if they're working. So see if that's what it is or maybe you've got a clog or maybe one of the maybe the line is disconnected. Follow your lines from your little squirt little squirters on there. Follow your line down to your reservoir and make sure everything's connected. Uh, that's one thing to look for. So those are a few different things that will kind of get you in the right direction. Awesome. So test the motors, check for clogs, and listen to the listen to the sound of it uh, triggered from the from the car. Yeah. yeah. See if it's coming on. Yep. Yeah. So good luck with awesome. that. 
Well, thank you all so much. You're very welcome. Brian, after you're done with that, come come go to my van because I have the exact same problem. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. All right. Well, it's time for us to take our next break. Uh, we'd love for you to call in. Our number is one 672 We've got a few more minutes. Our email is auto at mpbonline.org. What's new in the news? A new way to get your automotive parts. This was in the USA Today yesterday. This is AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. I'm Robert Krulwich from Radiolab. We're told that smell triggers memories in the brain. So if you're in your car, let's try something. Roll up your windows and inhale, okay? There are some memories you cherish and others that just um, linger. But now here's a thought. How about contributing this barrel of aroma that is your car to your favorite public radio station? And you might even get a tax deduction. Thanks. Donate your car, motorcycle, boat, or RV by going to mpbonline.org. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to AutoCorrect. Remember, if you've missed any of our program, you can listen to the whole show online. Our uh, address is mpbonline.org slash autocorrect. I am Liz Gill, who I don't know nothing. I don't even know next to nothing. I know a little something. <laughs> but uh, the lady auto mechanic, uh, Allison Walker, is our ASE certified mechanic, and she knows lots. But I know that Walmart is teaming with Advanced Auto Parts to open auto parts specialty stores Oh, on Walmart.com. The world's largest retailer said Tuesday it expects the new specialty store will open in the first half of 2019 and plans to provide home delivery and same-day pickup of orders as well as installations of some parts at advanced locations. Wow. Okay. That's so anyway, you could you could get your windshield wipers delivered to your house or go pick them up through the picket line at Walmart. <laughs> All right. Well, now we've got some full line of uh of uh calls. We're so glad and we appreciate uh, Mary from Natchez from hanging on so long. Mary, you thanks for calling AutoCorrect. Go ahead. Good morning, Allison. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I uh, have a 2012 uh, Denali uh, Acadia, and I keep it serviced and just had it completely serviced uh, about a week ago. Everything checked, the brakes and everything was fine, and then the green. And just recently, as I would come turn to my left, make a sharp turn, I kind of hear this little popping sound, kind of under the, feels like it's underneath the glove compartment on the right. Uh, it doesn't do it every time I make a turn, but it does do it, you know, occasionally. And I just didn't know what that might be. Okay. Um, uh, that could be an axle or a bearing. 
I'm going to take a guess, maybe a ball joint. But you need to get that checked out. Uh, that was something I wouldn't wait on. I'd be curious what's what's going on, just in case it's something that's a safety issue. What type of uh, shop would be a good place to take that? Well, um, I uh, I always take it to the dealership uh, to have it serviced, and that's where you know I just had everything serviced, oil changed, and all the you know the fluids, everything checked, and the, the regular checkup that I have every so many thousand miles. Yeah, and then it and then it started happening after you got it was everything. After done. I picked it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, you know, like it, two or three days after that, and like I said, it doesn't do it every time I make a turn, but when it does, it'll it, it'll just make a maybe like a little trip, a little pop, 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 and then you know when I go straighten up, it's I don't hear it again. Oh. It sounds like your CV joint axle, your your axle. axle. It does. Just from what you said. Is that a major, major repair? It can be like a little bit expensive, but I mean, it's uh, at a dealership, maybe four to five hundred dollars. That's just guessing. Um, so <laughs> okay. at a suspension shop, which is what I recommend, is a, a suspension shop that deals just with with that kind of stuff, brakes and suspension. It may be you might can get it for a little less, maybe. But okay, um, so you say go to someone that does the suspension work. That's what I recommend for. That's what you I like. Do specialty. If it were your car absolutely uh, is an actual. I, I love specialty shops because they deal with that over and over again. Dealerships actually only deal with very limited stuff. I uh-huh. not often. I generally recommend it if it's a brand new car and you're having a brand new problem because they're dealing with the brand new cars. They don't really deal with the ones that have gotten past four years old or so. Not, they okay. don't really deal with problem diagnosis as much. So I've I seen think. them misdiagnose things at, at dealerships when it's not something they're commonly dealing with. So Okay. So is, uh, is there a problem driving it until it's repaired or fixed? I would just, no. You can drive it, but I would recommend getting it checked as soon as possible. And I, it's not something I would let go. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Allison, very much. I appreciate that. You're very welcome. All right. And have a great day. You do the same. Oh, Mary, we're so glad you called in. Next, let's go to Philadelphia. Neil, thanks for calling in to AutoCorrect. Hey, good morning, Allison. Y'all all all right this morning? Hey, Neil. Yeah. How are you? Good. Tell us about uh, this dyno. Just a a comment on... uh, on the dyno, there is a dyno machine in uh, Byron, Mississippi. The company is Car Performance, K-A-R. Oh, that's my friend. Yeah. Yeah, or Kenneth and Ryan. Kenneth. Yeah, they, yeah he does autocross with me. They do have a dyno machine. So I should have known that. Y'all know that. Thank with, you. With, with Car Performance with the K in Byron. All and right. he's a lovely person. So, Well, fantastic. Well, thanks. We'll let Jim in Pilahatchee know about that, Neil. All right. Next, you, we're going to go to Indianola Emory. Uh, what's your question or comment for Allison? Hi, Allison. Uh, thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. I have an 83 Dodge Ram um, pickup truck. And it took a lot of work working in it, but a penny got in it, and I don't know whether that popped the fuse or whatever. I can't find the fuse for it. It's not working now, and I'm just wondering how can I place that line to get my cigarette lighter working again. I would try to find the fuse on it. It should have a fuse, but if you don't, you can replace those really easily. And they're at any auto parts store should have it. They're 
they put the same ones in so many cars, so they have those uh, pretty available. And they're like $15 or something like that. So you should be able to replace that or fix that really easily. If that's what, if you can't find oh. the fuse, I, I would, there's a few, there should be a fuse for it. Maybe yeah, under your dash. Okay. Thank you, Allison. You're very welcome. All right, Steve, we can go to you if you're super duper quick. Go ahead, Steve. Yes, I have a 2014 Ram 1500 uh, quick scenario. It's, uh, if you put it in drive, it's like sticking a straight shift into uh, too high of a gear. It starts like a sluggish ride. Yeah. And I was wondering if you have any, the dealership says that's normal, but it's not normal. I can downshift it back down to sixth gear and it runs good. And then I can shift it out higher when I get on the interstate. But Do you have a check engine light on? The engine light is not on. It only had uh, okay. 82,000 miles okay. on This is an area where I, I recommend the high-end diagnostics like you'll hear me talk about. Um, to find a sh- to call a shop and talk to them that uh, a shop that you find like an independent shop that deals with everything on cars and talk to them about your problem and if they sound pretty confident that they know how to use an OBD2 scanner and scan exactly what's going on that's what I recommend not a dealership I never recommend a dealership for high-end diagnostic by the way but get, yeah give that a try all right, thank you. All right, Steve. Well, the, an, another great show, Allison. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> our call screener today was Jay White, and our board engineer was Michelle McAdoo. So for Allison Walker, who you can follow on Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram. Was there another one? I need to tweet. I've heard I need to tweet. Okay. And, I'll get there. But not yet. The Lady Auto Mechanic. I am Liz Gill. Up next is our Thursday Southern Remedy show, Kids and Teens, with Dr. Morgan McLeod. Join us next Thursday. Next Thursday, we're going to have a special show at 10 a.m. for AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.